Welcome to Lacrosse and Sport, the show for the fastest game on two feet. Brought to you by Vieira Lacrosse and Sport, Central Florida's premier center for the finest lacrosse equipment, apparel, and training. Now, here are your hosts, Roger Welton and Steve Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Lacrosse and Sport, the show for the fastest sport on two feet. My name is Roger Welton, one of your co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my fellow co-host, Steve Jordan. How are you doing tonight, Steve? How are things in California? It's always sunny here in California. Feeling great. How I are bet you, you all? I bet you it's sunnier here in Florida. I don't know about that, Raj. 360 days of the year. I think you guys are in your rainy season right now, aren't you? It rains for about 10 minutes at a time. Uh, but we are the sunshine state. Don't forget that. It, it rains about 10 minutes a year here. So yeah, we have think, good luck. Good luck with that drought. Hope, yeah, you're, hope you're enjoying pretty, that. Yeah, hey, hey, to my California listeners. Sorry about that. That was a bad joke. Bad joke. Bad joke. Anyway, we have a great show tonight, Steve. We have Lindsay Kate Smith, formerly Lindsay Kate McCool. She must really love her husband to give up the name <laughs> Lindsay Kate McCool. So she is now Lindsay Kate Smith. Lindsay, I'd like to welcome you to the program this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Excellent. So before we get into our interview a little bit with uh, Lindsay Kate here, let me just talk a little bit about her background. She was a very, very good lacrosse player back in her day. Not that she's out of her prime necessarily. You're still pretty young. But back when in her playing days, she was a Division I lacrosse player for St. Joseph's University where she was a standout. We'll get into her actual accomplishments a little bit more in the show here, but it was a very stellar career, and now she's moved on to FIT, is now a full-time assistant coach for an inaugural program who had a very successful season. So, Lindsay, let's, uh, let's start off with St. Joseph's. Uh, what, what led you to St. Joseph's University? Um, really it was that whole, um, you know, close to the city. I love the coach. Me and her hit it off right, right off the bat. And, um, one of the big things for me was I knew I was going to play in college, but I wanted to be close enough to home where my parents were able to, uh, you know, come see the games and being in Jersey, you know, a 35 minute ride to St. Joe's was, was close enough where, um, they would be able to get to see me play. So that was one of the big things that drew me there. And, um, I just loved the school. Um, you know, all those all those factors kind of came into play, and, um, and so I was so happy with my decision. I ended up staying there to coach, so um, I had a good a good run there at St. Joe's. Steve, so she's from the other end of the turnpike. Steve and I were from up near. When you say the city, you're referring to Philadelphia. When we said the city, Steve, it was New York City. It right? was New York. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. I, I confused St. Joe's with St. John's. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Another great lacrosse team. By the way, yes. you know. Um, so, okay, so you were you were you were close to your parents. A very good program. It's the Atlantic Ten Conference, correct? Yep, Atlantic Ten Conference, and um, you know we had Richmond, St. Bonnie's, mm-hmm. Duquesne, um, Temple. Who am I forgetting? LaSalle, I forget anyone, and UMass. So we it was very competitive, yeah. um, which was something I I loved too. You know, I wanted to step in right after high school and kind of continue that competition. So. Um, you know, St. Joe's was, that was my fit there. What was your position? I was a midfielder. I love middies. I know. 
Got to play both ends of the field. It was the best, the best. Midi, the best. Exactly. Now, Steve, you were you you played attack and midi. What did which did you like better? I liked attack better because I liked resting. Ah, uh, see, he's a girl. Know, some, he's some, a girl. Some, some, oh wait, no, I shouldn't say that. Wait a minute. I no, no. Both I'm calling him a girl, so. but you're a tough midi, so no. Free. Especially was, when we talk about your accolades, Lindsay. That was a wrong statement. He is a pansy. <laughs> oh, get out of here! I like me. to rest. <laughs> You, so you play attack? What did you play, Raj? Did you play? I was a midi. Midi, midi, midi. Always a midi. Yeah. Uh, a lot of running, but well. You didn't have the stick skills to play attack. Ah, oh, listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> he just had wheels, and then he learned to play. Yeah. Hey, sometimes that does Still it. learning to play. <laughs> but he's doing great. I actually admire what he's doing out there right now. You guys are still, you, you have that men's league, right? Heck yes. I wish my, my old brother in arms, Steve, was out here to play with us. We were quite the connection back in the day. Hell yeah. Got to come down for, for a game. I will. When we have our camp this summer, I think there's going to be a game going on, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, we're going to call a pickup game. So oh, cool. That'll I, be fun. And, I need to and, play with my old brother. That'll be fun. You guys have a lot of people come out for those games? We got 38 guys. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sick, right? That's cool. I wish they would do something like that with the winds around here. That That's awesome. the next step. We're going to work on that. All right. So, well, Lindsay, let's let's talk about your midfielding career. Um, so, what what really impressed me was the ground balls. You you had, and I don't know if you still hold it, but you finished having your school's record for ground balls, and you finished second in career assists, and you also finished sixth in created turnovers yeah cause turnovers cause turnovers right so that means that you were a position maker for your team you were a workhorse you were an absolute like best way to put it you're a grinder right so so i mean these these may not be the sexiest things to do getting ground balls (laughs) and getting assists and um you know causing turnovers but those that's what wins games it's those key players out there so that that is to do that. You need a tremendous work ethic, and you need a wherewithal, and just something within you and a will. And that's not something you can always teach. That's either in the person sometimes, or it's not there. How do you impart that to your players? Um, I mean, one of the biggest things for me as a player was that competitive nature. Um, you know, that ground ball. It's a fifty-fifty ball. You know, and I knew I wanted to win that. So, um, you know, I was just motivated in that sense as being competitive. So, really, for me as a coach to uh, to express to our players is we really try and make practice as competitive as we can because um, really that is prepares you for the game. So, um, anything we can do to make a competition, whether it's like you said, a ground ball game or, you know, a 5v5 or 7v7 defense versus offense, best of, first of five, you know, gets out of sprint. Um, anything really to motivate them to kind of get them to push because really practice is really where, you know, prepares you for that game, that competitive nature for the game, game 60 minutes. And, you know, we want our girls to go that full 60 minutes. So anything we can do in practice um, to make it competitive for them, we try to do, whether it's, like I said, lacrosse-wise or, you know, a run, a specific run. You know, the first three done the run, you know, they, they get to sit out the last two. And, you know, that really motivates the girls. I mean, it did for me as a player. And coming to a first year, um, building that culture, that um, competitive nature for them in practice really helped um, them as well. 
So really I like those answers. I like those answers from a psychological perspective. And Lindsay, I have a, a question from you for you from a physical perspective. If you wanted to teach somebody the physical nature of picking up ground balls and creating a play, what would you advise them to do? How would you help them train outside of a practice environment to be able to do better in a game environment? So um, one of my biggest things um, as a coach that I like to instill in, in my players is that, you know, fitness is re- a really important part of the game. So when you're fit, the game of lacrosse comes a lot easier. Um, you know, fundamentals are huge. And the fundamental of picking up a ground ball is, is really what you want to teach these new players, you know, how to do it, you know, get your knuckles down to the grass, bend at the knees, not at the waist. Those are things that, you know, you, you teach right off the bat. But, um, you know, to kind of kind of pair that with the fitness is you know you got to be fit you got to have that that energy and you know it's when it's just the last five minutes in the game and it's a 50 50 ground ball you know when you're fit you don't really have to think about oh you know i need to get after that ground ball it just kind of just kind of comes to you um so that's why fitness is a really big part of was a big part of me as a player and it's a big part of me as a coach um but most importantly you know the fundamentals of you know catching throwing ground ball pickups dodging shooting those things are are always important to teach right off the bat. Not really. Did that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, I think it answered it very well. Yeah, I, I, definitely. And, and so, so you had your inaugural season 2015. By the way, congratulations. You're full-time now. Thanks. Full-time. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. You obviously performed as a coach at a level that earned you that spot. You guys had a very nice season. Seven and nine. Am I correct on that record? Yeah, yep, seven okay. and nine. Seven and nine first year first year inaugural season. I'm very excited about this. I do have a daughter who's four and almost five years old. I don't know if you met Scarlett yet. I have. She's my little darling girl, but she also has daddy's butt. <laughs> she's got the bubble butt, right? And and that means that that means that she probably's gonna run well like her daddy did. So, so I'm excited. I got a local program here. I expect her also to be very smart. I have high expectations for my kids. At any rate, beyond my own children, <laughs> it's just so exciting to have a Division II program for men and women, uh, something that we can go see high-level lacrosse. We can bring our kids there to see it. We can bring the youth, the high school, something we could all rally around. You know, for me, I'm all about Go Panthers. Very excited. Awesome. I love so, that. Absolutely. And so to know there's a women's program is very exciting. So obviously there's challenges when you have a first-year program. So two, two things I want to ask you. First off, how were you so successful? I mean, you know, you, a lot of people here seven and nine. Well, that doesn't sound that great. Well, first-year program, amazing. There's first-year programs that don't win one game, right? You went seven and nine. What, what, what was the recipe for your success? And then number two, what were some of the main positive things that you see that make you excited for your future as a program? Um, so I think part of the reason of us being successful was um, our head coach, Karinda Rogers, she did an excellent job of really um, wanting to instill this culture to the team. You know, with a first-year team, you know, expectations weren't high. We knew that, but we didn't really want that to kind of just – we didn't want to go out there and say, oh, we're not, you know, we're not expected to win any games. We really wanted to – you know, get these girls to buy into this culture of, you know, we want to work hard. It's first year, but we're still going to, like, you know, bust our butts to get out there and play with some of these top teams. And we did, you know, we did. We were successful in that sense. Um, you know, really building that culture right off the bat, um, continuing to teach you teach the game of lacrosse, you know, sticking to the basics. You can never go wrong with doing that, sticking to the basics. Um, you know, these girls come in, essentially, we're basically all freshmen. We had some upper classmen, but really, you know, we had a 
team full kind of freshmen in a first year team, everyone's kind of getting to know each other. So that was really important to get, get everyone to buy into that culture and get them on board because, you know, that just makes them want to play harder for you. So that was one of the big things that we as coaches really wanted to focus on um, for our girls for the first year. And then for the positives to take from the year, I mean, we, you know, seven and I was, was, we saw that as a great, great year, first year for us. Um, we played with some of the big dogs, so we got to see competition, which was cool. So, you know, you, you always want to see what a great team looks like, play against a great team. And um, we really ended the season on a positive note. We finished with, first we made it to playoffs in our first year, which is, which is huge. And we were really excited about that. Um, and we played Florida Southern in our last game, and we really just ended that game on a high note. We lost, but we played together as a team, and that was really important for us to end the year as a team. Um, you know, it doesn't really happen a lot when you lose a game and you kind of walk off hugging each other and happy and jumping around, and that's kind of how we were at the end of that last game because we were just were so happy that we finished on such a high note. So, um you know, going into the summer, I know the girls are really excited to work hard and um, train really hard to come back in the fall and ready to get started for our second year. So um, that was one of the big positives of was ending on a high note and, um, you know, kind of just really looking forward to year two. Steve, how many players do you have returning? Is there, what's the, um, lost, the mix that we, you have? So we lost two, um, two seniors. Um, Katie Reed and Jenny Giuliano, um, that will be, will be missed. Um, but we have, we got some good girls coming in and, um, you know, our, our core, our core girls, I know that they're, you know, they're really pumped for, to come back in the fall. And they, like I said, they've been training hard and, um, you know, just ending that year or that first year on a, such a high note, you can't help but be excited for, to come back and get ready to get back at it. So, um. Yeah, so we should have a pretty good squad. We've got a lot of, lot of good incoming freshmen. Um, so I'm excited to kind of see what year two brings. Any from California? No, no Cali. No Cali girls. <laughs> Any Florida girls? We do. We have some Florida girls. Um, we actually have three um, three Florida girls, three Florida returning girls. No, four. Four of them. They're all over the place. Um Two Vero Beach kids in Jacksonville, two Jacksonville girls. So. Okay. Well, Vero Beach, especially we know, with, as far as the girls are concerned, that is kind of, it's just become the, the gold standard, not just in Florida, but in the country, apparently, I right? Know. Like it's Vero crazy. has become the bomb diggity, you know, as they far as have. that's concerned. Yeah. From Jersey, I've heard about Vero. So, yeah. that's you know, you know, coming on board and hearing that we have some Vero, Vero blood and blood on FIT, so. No, that's great. That's fantastic. It's it's you know we're gonna we're gonna reach a point where there will be many Florida recruits, you know, and and of course I I believe the boys are lagging behind the girls with regard to that, but we're getting there, you know, and and I I think it's a great thing to see transpiring. This is all very exciting. So my 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 next question is about obviously you train young young women, mm-hmm. and that's your main calling at this point. So you also are engaged in training high school and youth. Does your training philosophy differ at all when you go from one to the other? I mean, you obviously have to cater to the talent level um, and assess it, you know, whether it's practice, you know, camps, clinics, um, you kind of assess it and kind of see kind of what you're given. But I really try and just go with it, the same attitude, you know, 
you want to stick to the fundamentals. That's huge. You can always get better at catching drunk using both hands. It's, it's really important coming to the collegiate level to be able to use both hands. So, um, you know, we tell our girls, you know, get on the wall as much as you can every day, 10 minutes a day, you know. Um, so, obviously, the level, you kind of assess it what you have. But really just you really want – them to have fun, whether whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, a scrimmage, uh, just throwing around, having shuttles, because um, you don't, you know, when they lose the fun, they kind of lose the interest in the game of lacrosse. So I really, these camps and clinics, I really, you know, if they can take one thing away from it, that's huge to me. You know, one thing away, if they learned a new dodge or learned, you know, to throw off hand or learned a new shot or something defensively they picked up, but as long as they walk away and they had, they had fun, um, you know that makes it enjoyable and it makes it enjoyable for me too as a coach to and or an instructor um to see these girls you know working hard but having fun at the same time so um you know and that's at all levels even with our girls we we try and do you know there's some practice where we you know they work hard for the first hour and then we let them play a game of dodgeball you know that's that's you know they earned it they worked hard for that first hour and you know we want to make it fun hard work doesn't have to be so you know it can be fun you can end you can end things on a good note so um you know having fun and working harder are two of the most important things i try and approach camps clinics practice games all that good stuff girls just want to have fun that's right <laughs> so do the boys by the way steve so the last uh, folks for you listening the last camp we had there was the advanced boys and the girls going at the same time and it was not planned but Steve and the McGill brothers and that were coordinating the boys and while well, Steve was kind of floating back and forth between boys and girls, his his specialty is strength and agility. Obviously he was quite a lacrosse player back in the day, of course. I I, I don't want midfield to... and attack. Yes, you did, yes you did. Uh, I would say you're probably a better attackman though. You're a damn good attackman. Uh, well, you fed me for half my goals, and that's maybe why I liked you at attack. <laughs> but at any rate, so Steve kind of floated back and forth, and I, it was not planned, but you know we coalesced into co-ed activity where it was appropriate and where it really worked, and the boys and girls really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, remember that, Steve? It's like, yeah, it was yeah, great. I mean, the integration did... between the two was probably some of the most fun that we had during that time. They had a blast. Yeah. I, had I even yeah. jumped into one of those, those ultimate games. I oh, love it. The I ultimate know. games, yeah. You know, it creates it creates a, a friendly competition. It shows the you know the difference between boys and girls, and it just I mean the integration just makes it a much more better community. I feel like that was one of the biggest takeaways that most people got. You know, they had a lot of fun, and that really, like you just said, Lindsay, in the way that you train the high school levels or even collegiate, like you end on a great note. Your hard work is paid off by having fun, and we did that really you know, at the camps as well. And that was something that I thought was a highlight. Yeah, me too. I agree. Lindsay blaring some music too. That was pretty cool. He brought the sound system. (laughs) Nice touch, Lindsay. Well done. (laughs) Everybody goes better to a little bit of music, right? No, that was fun. We had a, that was a good time. And like you said, it didn't really happen on purpose. And, um, you know, they enjoyed it. I remember them, you know, parents coming up to me afterwards. They had so much fun. I'm like, you know, that's, that's, that's what I love to hear. They can take one thing away lacrosse wise. Um, but really walk away saying I, you know, I really enjoyed it and want to come back again. Then, then I feel like we did our job as, you know, camp instructors. Well, yeah. the ca- case in point, we, that, that camp, we had 13 girls, uh, this camp, we're just under 20 and we're still a month out, you know? Right. So that just tells you something was done that was extraordinary. 
because the word is out and uh, obviously the girls are excited about it. Parents are excited about it. So real quick before we just get into the camps a little bit further, I just want to ask you a question. I've been wondering and I, I don't know why I never asked you. <laughs> you're, a Jer- you're a Jersey girl and yes. your, your lacrosse roots are Jersey, which I'm very proud of, by the way, and Philadelphia. Not so proud of that, but no, I'm just kidding. St. Joe's is a great university. What brought you to Florida? You know, it's like, it's like here, I'm a Jersey boy. You're a Jersey girl. I know how I got here. How did you get here? So my husband's job brought us down here. Um, he, you know, he, his job brought us down here. He got a new job and it was kind of one of those. Um, is he an engineer? We're moving to Florida. No, he works for a company called Gore. He's in sales. So okay. he's in the aerospace and defense industry. So, um, you know, that's yeah. why this kind of area worked yeah. perfectly. So, yeah, that's that's the reason the reason why we left good old Jersey. I never thought I would ever leave Jersey. Neither did I. Florida and thinking, I don't think I'll ever go back to Jersey. I'm never going back to Jersey. I'll always love my Jersey, but I am so content here in Florida. I'm buying a boat tomorrow. So excited. Oh, Sold the sailboat. I'm, I got, I'm getting a 24 foot boat tomorrow and I could use it year round. You can't do that in Jersey. You can't, right? you can't. Um, family's all back home, but mm-hmm. we do love, you see why people kind of migrate down to Florida. Cause mm-hmm. you just, can't go wrong with the leather here. What do you think about that, Steve? I think that's a fair answer. <laughs> but <laughs> California is still but I've never uh, been to California, the best. So. Yes, I, I think you dig it. It's great. So I, have a, I have a question for you, Lindsay. Sure. So when Roger and I were growing up, we idolized these twin brothers called the Gate Brothers. They were... I still idolize them. The, yeah, I mean, they, they still to this day were, and still to this day are some of the, the best players that ever came across. And today, now the Thompson threesome is being compared to them. And um, they had these signature moves, like from behind the cage, they'd come around and Subway wrap gate. around. And, you know, Not legal anymore, the, by the way. Can't do that yeah, anymore. Behind the back passes and shots. What do girls do that's so extraordinary? Or like, what was your move that you would see somebody else do, or you would do and be in awe? Um, so me as a player, my I was a crease player, um, and I really scored majority of my goals from the crease. And I had like a inside kind of roll. I kind of faked like I was going to pass it up top, and just kind of use my my height to my ability and to my advantage and kind of just snuck in there. And that was kind of my signature move. But um, really the game of lacrosse is that's why I love it so much because it's so different. Um, you know, you see all these different players and they're so, some players are so successful compared to another player and it's, it's so different. So um, was there someone know. that you idolized growing up watching women's lacrosse or even men's lacrosse? No, I mean, honestly, when I was playing, when I started playing, it wasn't as huge as it is now. Um, I mean, it, maybe it was, but I just didn't realize it. Um, you know, South I, Jersey I, was a little yeah, slower than I, North Jersey to catch on. Um, no, it's, I'm just saying. It, that's the truth. Where were you, Voorhees? Uh, Marlton. Oh. <laughs> it's, down, it's almost Philly, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost Philly. Um, that's where Charlie yeah. lives now, uh, by the way, my college roommate. What, in, in Marlton? Marlton, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, he's got. It's funny you don't have that that funny South Jersey accent, that home phone. You know, yeah, I, like, I don't think you know, I do. Everyone don't. tells me you have a Jersey accent, but I mean, you, you know. got some Jersey, but you don't have that South Jersey tweak to it. South Jersey twang. Yeah. Well, you've been <laughs> in Florida for a while. Mine got washed out too. Yeah, almost three. It'll be three years in August. Crazy! Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. And then one last final question related to that. 
who is like the best women's lacrosse player today? Or, like who is the pinnacle? I don't know women's lacrosse like men's lacrosse. Is there I mean, anybody there's that? Really, yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's so many in the game that I couldn't pinpoint one. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a wire, you know, defensively, middies, attacks, there's all, I mean, there's just, women's across is huge right now, and there's so many good players, so many good players out there, so I really wouldn't be able to to pinpoint one. I mean, you, I don't know if you guys watched any of the championship games, um, Division One or Division Two girls, probably not, but, I mean, to see these, some of these girls play, they're just su- such athletes, um, it's really the best of the best, so I probably, I wouldn't really be able to say one's the best um, they're, and they're tough too steve i mean, yeah. I mean if you watch this well, yeah yeah it is a well, great i mean it, these girls these these ladies are tough my alma mater maryland girls uh won this year so they did, they and, did. The men, and the men's were in the semis or in the finals with uh denver now hmm. it's making its way out west Crazy. even further yeah, yeah. It's exciting. so it is i was upset to see maryland guys lose but i was also excited to see denver you know again team out in the west Take that, uh, take that championship. Yeah, that was exciting. It's really, that was great for them. Steve, does it upset you at all that Maryland has not won since I was one year old, and you were, I think, a sperm cell at that point? <laughs> <laughs> Steve and I are nine months apart. So. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you know, I know he looks older, but I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that. Uh, you know, I think that just the fact that Maryland's in it, you know, always, always they're always in there. Yeah. It's, it's good enough. They're consistent. Absolutely. Lindsay, who's a preeminent Division One girls program in terms of like that power, you know, the powerhouse that's always there? Is it, is it North Carolina for the most part? I mean, they're up there. I mean, you got the Northwestern, the Maryland. I mean, you know, those are the teams that are usually always contending. But, um, and I just really started to learn a lot about Division Two. You know, I did, and you know, some teams here and there, but. Now that I'm part of the Division Two world, um, there's some great, really great teams too, Division Two wise. So, um, but you know, the big guns, Duke, Maryland, you know, just like the, pretty much same as the men, right? Yeah, I mean, those program, those pro- pro- programs have been established for so long, and um, you get you get these girls in there that are just straight up athletes, and you know, just great lacrosse players, and it continues year after year. So. Well, FIT is on the rise. Yes, we are on the rise. You will yeah. be up there. Well, but, uh, show. The previous, the, the you know, last year was a good uh, a good first year, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what the future holds for us. It's exciting for this whole community, seriously. Yeah, and, and absolutely. We, I mean, it's, yeah. Right, it's right around the corner. That's, you know, that's what was so exciting to me when I first, you know, figured out that they were having a, you know, starting women's across. I was so pumped when I heard that, and I'm so glad now that I'm, I was a part of it. You were at the right place at the right time. Even out here in the West, it's uh, it's growing. I mean, men's lacrosse has been growing for the past decade, and women's is growing. I actually trained one of my client's daughters today who's going to be attending Whittier College out here, um, and she's going to be playing. So we did a little lacrosse training program today, and I was asking her a little bit about, you know, some of the different things that I could talk about. And one was, you know, I didn't understand – the whole checking idea. You can't cross check. You have to check in front of the person or you have to come around to stick side and check. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's that's interesting. Than, than guys, obviously, but, um, yeah, nothing towards the face and you kind of got to keep it outside of the bubble away from, away from the face. That's what we kind of try and instill in our girls. But, um, you know, it just has to look like a clean check. It's really up to the ref's discretion, which sometimes is, 
frustrating because you get any inconsistency. But well, it's um, like basketball. Yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, it's like any, any of those types of the refs can either impact the game positively or very negatively. Absolutely, we've had a couple. We had a couple of those this past this past year, unfortunately, but. Uh, well, I, I know what a killer instinct you have. Don't go beating up any refs, okay? <laughs> I know you're a Jersey girl. I know you're a grinder. So I'll be back. I, you I take, was take it easy on that sideline. Any cat voice <laughs> out there? There's a, there was a couple words said now. No, it was uh, you know he did he did a game. I mean refs expect that and they know that. You know you're gonna you're, you get fired up as a coach when you see you know call doesn't go your way or see your girls getting beat up on. It's just natural, you know, to happen, but. Everything we kept everything uh, we kept everything clean this year, so that was that was good. That was a plus. It was always next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a whole career ahead of you. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very yeah. exciting. So, Lindsay, uh, I just want to just tell tell everyone who's listening that Lindsay Kate Smith, she she is obviously assistant coach for FIT, but also does camps for FIT. You 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 you, you ladies put on coaches for the girls. I'm sorry, coaching uh, clinics and camps yeah, uh, for youth we'll in high school, put, right? So, yeah, we'll put something mm-hmm. out in the fall. Hopefully have, um, you know, a couple camp clinic days, weekends, something like that, and we'll hopefully try and get that out, um, you know, as soon as possible. We will post it, you know, those dates on our Facebook page as well as, uh, you know, blast, the, blast all of our members. But also uh, I'd like to just highlight quickly that Lindsay also coordinates the Vera Lacrosse and Sport camps uh we obviously talked about the one in december there's one upcoming july 13th through the 16th 8 a.m to noon and uh anything exciting you want to bring up about that anything you want you're going to bring to the table um no i I mean i'm just excited to you know get back out there with these girls and kind of just teach teach the game of lacrosse and um you know like i said hopefully at the end of that week they can walk away with you know, learning something new and, and having, having fun while, while working hard. So I'm excited for it. Steve, anything to add here, buddy? Yeah. Knowing that, you know, I'm coming out again and going <laughs> to provide that strength and agility performance. Lindsay, what would you uh, suggest I bring this time? Anything in particular that you'd like to see? Um, I mean, it really depends. If we want to kind of give them a good workout, I'm sure you know you know something you know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, how about we, we break we break them out for maybe a 15 minute Tabata quick like high oh, intensity training, that. like something where there's body weight induced, and give them give them that. How's that sound? I love something like that. A little maybe something like a little throw a little relay or something in there. Do yeah. girls guys or maybe mix it up that would be fun i like that i like that it's sounding good we can make that work yeah i'm sure they i would enjoy what i would enjoy that so. well, we'll have to get you involved too it'd have to be the coaches too we'll be the we'll be the anchors <laughs> i want to see ray versus Lindsay. i'm in in oh, anything God. ray versus Lindsay. i could see them being so competitive you know I, I i don't know i think that would be very enjoyable something that would be you know gender neutral in that you know it, it, it it's just a sheer like test of like self strength. You know what I mean? I got some will, weight, I got some strength I got to some body will, weight ratio. Some, My money's on will, Lindsay, by the way. I have some willpower exercises that we can willpower challenge. Yeah. No matter what, who you are, what your level, what your gender, there's some willpower exercises I can definitely throw at us. Oh, I'm in. Count me in. I'm pumped for that. That'll be fun. Fantastic. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. It has been a pleasure talking to you. Looking forward to the camp. 
Steve, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. Said I look forward to seeing you in a couple in a month or six Absolutely. Months. I'm excited too. Get get um get everybody back together. It'll be fun. The gang will be all back, and this time with triple the kids. That's what's really, really, right. really, really exciting to me. Who's um is it Ray and his brother both coming down or is it just yes. Ray? Ray McGill, oh. Brian McGill, Steve Jordan, Lindsay Kate Smith. <laughs> and if you're gonna bring assistance again, you had a couple college girls last time. That was pretty cool for the for the yeah, girls as well. Hopefully we can we can do that again this this camp. Very exciting. So uh, thank you again for your participation, Steve. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, it is, my brother. You have a pleasant evening. This the uh, well day. I don't know what time is it over there. It's it is. Uh, it looks bright. Just early evening. Okay. All right. Let's well, call it. Let's call it dusk. Dusk. Yeah. Well, it's evening here. Lindsay, you're in the same time zone. You have yourself a pleasant evening. Ladies. I will. Good chat with you guys, and I'll see you guys uh, in like a month. Look forward Good to you. Night. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. You have yourselves all a great evening. Until we talk to you next time, keep laxing on.